I spent quite a lot of time trying to think of a decent Golden Girls quote to open the episode with. But then I realized opening the episode with a Golden Girls quote doesn't quite work because you need to be able to deliver it like the girls did. And I do not have the acting chops to deliver a line in the way with the deadpan of Dorothy or the flirtatious, fun, playful Southern Belle of Blanche, the dim-witted, wide-eyed openness of Rose or the like cutthroat, just straight to the core, I'm a rejuve to filth of Sophia. So just know, listeners, that I did look for a Golden Girls quote to open the show and I just couldn't find one that I was going to do justice with. So just know that the intention was there, the plan was in motion, there were failures. (laughs) And I'm sorry. Do you know, I have one of my favorite quotes from Golden Girls and I will share it with you. Go to sleep, sweetheart. Pray for brains, Dorothy. <laughs> that itself is dead, dead panda. She's just like straight to the bone, straight to cut you deep. I know my, one of my, I can't remember who says it, but it's the best one is when she's like, I can't believe it. Arrested for prostitution? <laughs> and she's like, oh no. And she's like, I can't believe it. They want to pay you. I just, the moments in Golden Girls, which just make the show just brilliant. I just, I love whenever Sophia talks to Dorothy about anything because it's such a like, I'm your mom, I love you, but you're terrible. And (laughs) it's going to be great. I think peak Golden Girls is just Dorothy leaning over to a sleeping Blanche on the table and going, Blanche, you're going to have to get up. My wife's coming home. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, let me get my shoes. It's like, oh, Blanche, you cheeky bitch. I, I still think one of the best things to come out tonight is that black guy doing the video. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest. Oh, God. A moment. Thank you for being my friend. Listen, he has more runs than Jesse J's career in that one song. <laughs> yes, I said it. Who want to come to me comfort, but it's the truth. He had more runs. I had to give a moment of silence for Jesse J's career. Oh, oh, let's light the I candle. don't understand with Jesse, <laughs> Jessica J, how we allowed that to happen because the launch song, Do It Like a Dude, oh. I've re listened to literally the other day. And mm. when she goes, we can do it like the mandem, mandem. Mandem, do it like mm-hmm. the Mandem, sugar, sugar, sugar. It was at that moment where we all should have said, no, we're not going to do it like the Mandem because you are Jess, Jesse J. And I don't know why you think you can do this, but she was, she's the equivalent of if you know the TikTok white girls, where they be stealing the dancers from the black dancers and then make, and then making a crap version of it. Yeah. Making it bad and then getting successful from it. Yes. Um, she was that before they were doing that. So yeah. I'm just glad that there's no TikTok while Jessie J is currently able to record because I just don't, ne- we just don't need it. We just, we didn't need it then. We definitely don't need it now. We never no. needed the up and down the side to side that every note must yeah. be jumped around seven times. Yeah. I don't understand with her. Like I, you know what? The problem with Jessie J is this. When she came out, you know, guns blading, do it like a dude, yada, yada, yada. And we thought, okay, we, and she was proper, like, living this whole, I thought she was a lesbian. She sold, she sold that to me in my face, on a plate. 
And then after her career skyrocketed, and she had a few hits, and she performed at the at the, at the at um the Olympic ceremonies. Yada yada yada. I remember that. Remember that mess. Yeah, I remember. They couldn't get her off the stage. She kept coming back out. Girl, go home. Make way for the Spice Girls. Jesse, now, madam, <laughs> we've heard you. You've had your moment. You yeah, must leave. Have to go. Yeah. Walking out in the long ass Freddie Mercury coat. <laughs> like there ain't anybody else who can do that. Right? Right. And then she turned around and she was like, I never said I was bisexual. People just run with it. Girl, you got cancelled immediately. The fact that you literally lied to people that. Because so, we know, we know all the gays were going to Topshop, all the lesbians were going to Matlan and they were buying clothes to look like you because you injected to the system that you are part, you are one of us. And lied about it and expect the girls to be happy. No, of course they're going to leave you behind in the dust with your careers. Where are you now, bitch? I mean, yes, you might have won a competition in China, but that's China. I mean, and good for China. Good for China. Feel free to entertain them over there as much as you want, so long as I don't have to see it. Because China <laughs> has very good restrictions on their internet, which means I don't see a lot of the content. And I'm very happy with that. I'm happy with that arrangement. Good luck, Jesse. Make your money. Stay over there and do that thing. Um, oh. Hi, guys. You're listening to the 802 with Dan and Nick. We are back yes. once again for the ride of your life. We are now both have had our first vaccination. Yay. Look at us. Vaccinators. Whoop, whoop. And I am tired. Welcome to the club, honey. I have been hit hard. Well, actually, I don't feel sick or anything. I'm just tired. So yes, the show indeed. might be a little bit different because Nick's going to talk for 20 minutes and I'm going to have a nap. <laughs> I told you, to be fair, to be fair, for anyone who hasn't had the vaccine, I did warn him and I said, listen, you're going to get hungry. You're going to get, you're going to feel a bit fatigued. It's going to happen. I didn't feel sick. That I didn't feel that. So that's definitely something I could say I didn't. But you definitely feel a bit more tired on a morning as well. The second you wake, I'd be like, oh, God. Feels like a tr- like you just feel knackered, you know, like you know, like when you've been when you literally been drinking for days and you're just tired because it's been a good. That's how it's been, but it passes. It gets better, but at least we've been vaccinated. So yeah, I mean, we're nearly there. It's all happening. Yeah. Things are going to open up again. It's a beautiful sunny day today, so yeah, you know, know things are looking good, and we're going in the right direction, and everyone's going to be happy. So you know, go in, get your shots when you're offered them. Everybody be good, and you know, we'll get to June, and then. We're going to be it. But I just need to tell you about June. And just mm-hmm. just a, a little pre-warning about June to everybody who is listening. In June, I need us to correct some mistakes that we made pre-pandemic. Because pre-pandemic, I feel like we were a little bit, how do I put this, elitist within the mm-hmm. LGBTQ community, particularly within the gay community of who could mm-hmm. be where and who could be seen, whatever, and all of that stuff. I, I don't want none of that. What I want is for fun people to have a fun time in fun places. If you're having fun, let me know where the fun is at. I'll come down. I'm saying it now. Unless I, I need a nap, in which case I shall be napping. <laughs> Love that. But you'll be but fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Defo, um, if anyone's, if anyone's, you know, worried about a vaccine, you know, you could always message me and Dan, because I'm sure we'll tell you, go get it anyway. And... In in good news, London has recorded zero deaths um, the other day um, from COVID, which is kind of good, I guess. I mean, it's a great thing. Zero deaths from COVID is a great thing. I want to know how many deaths there were in London because I was out stabbing. I've been out stabbing again, and I decided that I should probably stop. I'm addicted to stabbing. 
stabbing who? Do you know, just people. Mums oh my three. Oh, good lord. What is this, honey? <laughs> what is this? Tell the people what the tea is, because I, I, I want to know. <laughs> so I got my favourite knife. I call him Benjamin. Yes. Take him out. Do a little light stabbing of the weekend. Love that. Because that is what people think London is. People think everyone's just out here stabbing. We've all got our, our knives and we're just like, shank, 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 shank. Yeah, when in reality, shank, we're shank, just, shank, we're all, shank. in reality, we're all just trying to get our cold brew from Starbucks and just live our best life. And no one getting a cold brew from Starbucks, okay? <laughs> you Love might be doing that brew. when you're in London, but not ah, I, for I have coffee brew. beans and ice in the house. Oh, I'm in the house and in the house board. Anyway, so yeah, I've not been shanking, but I will do. And on that note, should we should we have an announcement? Yes, ma'am. Announcements on the 802. So my announcement this week's come from on the back end of me watching a video and seeing um, you know, a young a a gay rapper talking about, you know, how he's, you know, dealt with a lot of things as a child. And I thought, let me give some love to people to charities and stuff that do with the younger ones in our generation so i wanted to highlight this week all night alliance so all night alliance is a non-profit organization firmly rooted and devoted to the life of our community it is dedicated to promoting and advancing the performing visual and creative arts through an ongoing series of performances scholarships and outreach programs dedicated for younger lgbtq plus uh, members of our society Online Alliance seeks to provide income opportunities for established and emerging performing artists. And though these guys can be found over, so their, their mission statement is to entertain, empower, and embrace. You can find the All Night Alliance at All Night Alliance, All Night underscore Alliance on Instagram and www.link3 dot slash all night alliance and you can get to know what they get up to so they are they are basically doing bits for uh, the younger ones of our lgbtq plus community which i think is really really important so sweet yes, what how are they spelling all night alliance without so a l night n i n i t e okay sweet um so yeah. my announcement this week goes out to london friend um, established in 1972, London Friend is the UK's oldest LGBT charity. They're here to support the health and mental well-being of the LGBT community in and around London. They offer counselling and support around issues such as same-sex relationships, sexual and gender identity, promoting personal growth and self-confidence. They are home to Antidote, the UK's oldest LGBT drug and alcohol service. And their social groups provide a safe space to meet and socialise as an alternative to the bar and club scene. So mm-hmm. if you are looking for some support right now, um, with any of those issues, you can go to londonfriend.org.uk um, and see what services they have available for you um, to go on there. So, yeah, shout out to London Friend, shout out to the All Night Alliance. Those are the announcements on the air, too. Yay. See, you know, one day we're going to release footage of us recording the podcast and people are going to be like, this is what happens behind the scenes. Yes, this is what happens behind the scenes. It'll be funny. Be funny one day. Probably when we get to like our year um our anniversary, we release like we release like a video of us do, uh, what happens behind before the show records and all that. Because I think people miss the people miss a lot of the juicy bits. Because when we're cackling, having a kiki key, people. No, hold on. Who does it? 
<laughs> you know that from Drag Race? And I kick, 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 kick. <laughs> yeah, that. Sorry, I'm on a mad, I'm on a mad one today. As you can tell, I'm the energetic one, and Dan is just sleeping. So you know. Look, I, I did a pre-warning, okay? I said I was vaccinated up and it made me sleepy. So we I did pre-warning. But do you know who's who's not sleepy? Who? Lil Nas X. Oh, bitch. Bitch. Mm-mm. Go on, bitch. run with it. So you, Nick. Right. So, you listen. So he, Lil Nas X, Montero has been literally teasing us with this this track called Call Me By Your Name for at least maybe two months at least. We've been teased with it. We're like, bitch, release the fucking song. Just give us a damn thing. So on Friday, he released a song. And honey, honey, the conservatives, the Bible lovers, the Jesuses, the Christianas, everybody who is not a fan of the LGBTQ was just going mental They're like oh my god he's like supported it honey but let me tell you about something the aesthetics the visuals the so dan 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 this year has proven to us that we are getting visuals that are top tier lil nas x video remind me very much of like old time rap videos where the visual but the song is good but when the visuals hit you in the face it hits you you're like bam there we go my boy is in a, a garden the visual starts he's in the garden the snake shows up the snake is looking fine looking thick and he's like oh bitch so it's very much adam and eve in the in you know the in the the garden of eden so of course you know the christians and you know religious people are already they're already pressed because here, here they are changing the narrative. And we love it because we're gay. And we in for the, we in for the mess. So that happens. And then Boom Ting now, he's like, you know, he is being like um, charged with, you know, for being like, you know, um, homosexual, yada, yada. Then he shows up and he's like sitting in like this this little, he's being like, um, like George. And I don't know if, have you seen Fifth Element? You remember... Um, Chris, was it Chris Rock? No, not Chris Rock. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's character with the with the the big headpiece, like yeah, 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 the really campy. I was taken back to that for that moment. I was like, this is Defo Chris Tucker right there, lovely. And then you know he dies, and you know boom thing. Now the whole story kicks on. He's like going to heaven, yada yada yada. Lo and behold, this pole just arises from down below him. Lil Nas X is transported to hell. And not only is he transported to hell, honey, he is giving J-Lo a run for her money from when she did Hustlers. The girl, bitch, my boy is stripped on a strip pole to Satan's sanctuary. And he in just, and I mean, he's giving choreo on the way down. And he's looking fine. That black skin is looking gorgeous in fire. Yes, boom thing now. So we're in the help it, yada 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 da 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 da. Boom thing now. We are now met with Satan, and Satan is thick, looking good, looking gorgeous. Like, oh, who's this, ma'am, ma'am? When you think the when you think the video couldn't get any more twists and turns, Lil Nas X is twerking that booty upon Satan, and I'm saying he's giving Satan that whap, like bussy on show for the gods. And I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, Satan, get it. And I'm like, you know, like, <laughs> like Nene was like, oh, get it, bitch. I was like, yes, 
boom thing now, the end, he kills it and it becomes like he puts the crown on his li- eyes light up. The visuals, the visual, iconic, the song amazing. What is more interesting is the fact that Lil Nas X is on a mission. He has literally shut down everybody who has tried to give him shit for that video. And I mean everybody. Don't get me wrong. There are people who give him a lot of like praise, like um Miley Cyrus and stuff like that. A lot of praise, but there are a lot of people. The the certain certain individuals like, oh my god, you're supporting G, you're supporting um, you know, your the Antichrist, yada yada yada. And he is just shutting shit down on the internet. Everybody who has come for him, he has come hard. Even the governor of some place tries to quote a, a scripture, and he was he's he replied with a quote from his song, with one minute eight second with the line, brilliant brilliant get into the tea dam tell people how you feel about this video because it's amazing we deserve it this video gave me and this is just my favorite thing it was you were completely right is rebirth of like 90s rap videos it was missy elliott it's again like using music videos as an actual like a fully fleshed out visual medium that tells a story and is interesting and the song's not long the song's like two minutes long it's nothing it was such a good visual and yeah it, it combined two things that I like, which is throwback to 90s rap mm-hmm. and pissing off religious right people because <laughs> they were so, so mad. And it's so I used to be a fundamentalist Christian and I kind of remember being around these people, but they were in so insanely, just hilariously mad. And I'm trying to find there is a quote from uh, uh, some preacher who just kind of goes off on it and like calls it Satan worshiping and all this stuff. And I'm like, y'all are acting like he really went down to the depths of hell and really fucked <laughs> Satan. You're acting like that was, that was truly oh, Satan no. who was, who was yeah. sat up there. A little Nas X went on that pole and I'm really annoyed because I just bought thigh high boots and I really want to do thigh high <laughs> boots with the braid. But now if I do thigh high boots with the braid for a pride, people are going to be like, well, good little Nas X outfit. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> He went down on that thing. And then like, yeah, he busted out on Satan. Yeah, he hit that split. Yeah, yeah he did what he needed yeah. to do. Okay. Because Satan was looking daddy in that video. But they exactly. are acting, they are acting like it actually happened. Like it was scripture. It's so con- I was I was like, wow. Wow, people. You need to can't what are you you're not even reacting to anything here. It is a music video. It's a music yeah. video that you can choose to watch. Or not watch Correct. if you don't want to. If you want to watch it, have a good time. You can like it, you can dislike it. Or they seem they seem to forget to do that. If you really don't want people to see something, don't talk about it. Don't mention yeah. it. Don't make a big deal out of it. Because then nobody's going to go searching yeah, for exactly. it. Exactly. But and I think there was something he said that really touched my heart. You know, you know when he shared that because you shared it on the on the, on, on the industry Instagram. It really touched my heart. But when he said they will, they say I'm pushing an agenda, but the truth is I am. And it was the song itself is so. The song itself is like a love letter to himself, and people people miss that agenda. They miss that part. This is him. This is him speaking. And what annoyed me the most is the fact that. Madonna got it the same way when she did when she did her video back in the day. I think was it like a prayer? She mm-hmm. got a lot of like stick fed like some of that, and and I think to myself, we are she's he's he's being brushed with that same kind of like sense of this, um, 
it's the 21st century. This, this shouldn't be talked about. But in reality, it's a love that a friend himself to himself talking about something that he thought would think. And yeah, okay, we understand, you know, he might have, you know, give, give Satan the whap. But honey, it's a video. It's a green screen. Relax. Also, like, he kills Satan at the end. You should be happy. Satan's exactly. dead. He broke his neck. Yeah, he took his horns and becomes the new Satan and do whatever. The whole video is like, you keep telling me that I'm going to go to hell if I live my life like this. So I'm just going to go to hell. Yeah. Because I'm going to I'm yeah. going to do me. Because that's what I can do. Yeah. No matter what you say, I'm going to do me. And he communicated that in such a like a beautiful, hilarious visual medium that has got y'all so mad. So insanely mm-hmm. mad. And like he's released a shoe with a pentagon on it, which has got them. Oh, God, they're even more stressed out. And like, mad, yeah, mad, the agenda mad. that he is pushing is you can be yourself. You can be yourself no matter how yeah. many people are telling you not to, no matter what. Because the worst thing they're going to tell you is you can go to hell. I'm like, fine, if I go to hell, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to lay up on Satan. I'm going to show him a good time. I'm going to take the power because yeah. that is what I can do. They all just need to calm down. Yeah. And this song is cute. Yeah. And that, but the visuals, the visual, this is uh, something Oof. for artists to know. Oof. There's like, your song can be cute. It can be okay. You throw a, a slamming, banging visual on yeah. that. It is going to look good, which is why obsessed by that, that TikTok girl. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. That Addison Ray no. moment. What's that? Addison Ray is a girl on TikTok. Oh yeah. Addison Ray. Yeah. 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 If you want to see a bad song with a bad visual, I'm I'm recommending it to you. Go watch Obsessed by Addison Rae. <laughs> Mariah Carey is not. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, well done, well done, kid. <laughs> not happy. Well done for being out and gay and doing yes. some out and gay shit for the rest of us to hear. And yes, you tell them like yeah. I'm going to shoot some kids in your mouth yeah. while I'm riding. Yes, you say that song. And when they tell you, "Oh, kids are going to do it." <laughs> When they tell you kids are going to listen to it, just be like, well, then don't. <laughs> we ain't here to raise your children. Yeah. You are here to raise your children. Do that job. Exactly. Exactly. And at the same time, it's and like we have seen, we like we have not had a gay rapper well, in my lifetime to be so out and loud and proud and, you know, displaying themselves. And it's like female rappers get the same stick. When it comes to, you know, their visuals and the way they act. And look at him. You know, he's a black gay man. And he's getting stick for being himself and singing about something that he that he was singing about. Like, he ain't singing about shooting or killing anybody. He's singing about, you know, is He's talking about shooting something. I mean, yeah, but that's for, that's for the back of the bus. <laughs> that's not, this is not that kind of podcast today, honey. <laughs> well, talking about black gay men. Our guest this week is not one of those. But he is gay. He is gay and he is an absolute um, a pioneer when it comes to changing the game and stuff. On the AO2 podcast this week, we have the lovely Graham Smith from Capital FM in Liverpool. He's a drive time host. He's also the host and video producer of the NTR podcast, which is not the radio podcast. And we are delighted to have him on the AO2 podcast this week. So we're back from the break. Please welcome to the coach. Graham Smith. It's a lovely sunny day and we are interviewing the one and only Graham Smith from everything on the internet, from <laughs> podcasts to YouTube to radio. Do you even have a TikTok as well? I swear you do. Yeah, I do, but I barely use it. So I was using it and I, I remember someone said, Peter Files used TikTok. 
And I was like, right, well, I've got to stop using it as much now. So then we just pushed everything <laughs> through the podcast instead. <laughs> so I've got like oh, 2,000 followers sat there, but it looks a bit rubbish next to Dylan's 1.9 million. So I tend to oh, like use God. it as much. Yeah, Dylan, I mean, you you and Dylan as a force is just ridiculous. So I am... Um... I honestly remember like the first time I ever seen you ages ago. I was like, oh my God, I want to have this job. And then I was like, and now both of us are radio presenters. And I think to myself, oh my God, this is like the dream I always want to. And I'm just like, there's so much work that goes into this and no one knows. <laughs> yeah. God. It's mainly, it's mainly rejection based, isn't it? It's mainly yeah, it's rejection, rejection and thick skin based trying to get anywhere, I think. Indeed. Well, it's interesting because like, um, I think your did your podcast start in lockdown as well. Did yeah yeah started in like June I think yeah. Yeah so yeah we're we're only like I think we're only a month behind you. I think Dan we started in May right. Yeah yeah. I remember there was like when lockdown happened there was like a massive like brigade of like podcasts just coming out of nowhere and we were like because when we started the eight hundred two and stuff we didn't have any plan for guests by the way. There was like none of this. So you being a guest is like part of an elite group of people that just show up to the podcast and just make it make it sound better because we are just we are just a mess. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're <laughs> well, really I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored, honestly. That's the thing at the moment, isn't it? It's like everyone started off. Like we we done the same thing. We started off and we were just like, let's just chat, do what we want. And we just wanted to do it because we liked it. And then like six months in, people were going right, you've done these subjects, we get that. And then we were just sort of finding ourselves just chatting shit to each other, which there's an audience for, but everyone's doing guests, aren't they? And it, the, it's the technicalities of getting the guests together as well. Like me and Dylan have got, like, we've got, like, in our heads, we'd like to have some people on. And then it gets down to it and we're like, you know, let's just chat shit for another 30 minutes. So there's plans yeah. for us to have some, you know. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you can ask Dan, like, we, like, sometimes when we get guests, there's a lot of technical stuff that goes on behind scenes that no one sees. It's not easy. No. Don't think just to get a guest is like, oh, and I am this thing. I So I'm the person that, like, have, like, I, I'm the person that tells people, do you want to come? And I am sitting there on my computer thinking they're going to say, you know what I mean? Everyone's flattered when you said to me, come on. I was like, yes. I felt like I was going on Graham Norton or something. I was going to be a guest on something. They're going to ask me shit. It's good. Uh, I mean, I mean, Dan is more like a chatty man, Alan Carr. You know, he has the sunglasses thing. So he has that <laughs> London accent. So I could be like, I could be like, who? if I was a, I'd be like Keith Lemon and Dan would be like <laughs> Alan Carr. This, this is defo the mix that happens. I didn't see Keith Lemon for you. I see. Do you not? No, I see. Maybe like, um, oh, wait, whose show got cancelled? <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Ooh, everyone. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear. Well, Graham, welcome to the Eater Podcast. Really nice to have you. I have some interesting questions to ask you, which I think you will. I'll, I will start with like the simple stuff first, and then we'll go into and the heavy work shit. And work up because... to the really offensive Yeah, stuff, That's yeah, why we because, have to do it, isn't it? Yeah, because no one needs, no one needs to hear the heavy stuff straight in, because, you know, yeah, yeah. it's just boring. So... How so how has life in lockdown been like? How have you been coping in the last twelve months and more? I don't feel like I've had um, had it as bad as some people. Do you know what I mean? Because the nature of the type of work that we do is sort of coming to its own, hasn't it? Really, everyone wants to do a podcast. People yeah. are listening to the radio more. It's not like I've got friends who DJed and stuff, and they've got no work. You know, they're having to completely redefine what they did. I've got friends that have had to take up jobs delivering uber eats and stuff like that and i've not been in that sort of situation so i'm thankful and then like um able to continue exercising at home and um we'd not long moved into a, a new house in liverpool and stuff so i felt like 
it's not been as bad as other people. Like my mum, I speak to her all the time and she works for the, N- the NHS and she's like losing her mind. Do you know what I mean? She's putting on loads of weight. She's losing her mind. And I'm always like, oh no, I've just been doing some yoga. You know, and then she, <laughs> and she's like, what? So I think it's been all right for me. I don't want to sound selfish or glib. Do you know what I mean? And you guys yeah. seem to have done all right through what's been going on as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, my OnlyFans made me like, pay my bills for the month so right. can't really complain kidding we don't have one it's been a, lo- it's been a long running joke like, has he got an only fan <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't know when to laugh I, I cannot confirm or deny um no i don't i don't I have one deny. Been... i can deny it's never existed <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah i mean we i mean it's been hard because no, if, what people don't know is me and Dan have not been able to, we have not been able to do a live version of the of the podcast. We have been doing this from our homes from since day one. There's no been, we have been able to, and it's it's different because you sometimes when it comes to doing stuff like podcasting and radio broadcasting and stuff, sometimes you, when you're in the, when you're in the same room, the energy is different, yeah. but the energy works even though we're in the same room, probably because we're both so like, Great friends, to be honest. I know your I'm mates, aren't you? That's what's here. making it. That's what's. That's what the content is. Your mates, aren't yeah. you? So you can capture yourselves having a chat remotely, and it's still good. Yeah. Whereas I think if you put like two complete strangers in to do a show together, yeah, on Zoom, it's going to be a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Awkward, and I think what the, the the hardest thing is when doing this in lockdown is sometimes we want to talk to each other about stuff, but we can't because it's it's good content for the podcast so we have to stop it so like i'll message down and be like i want to tell you something he's like no stop don't do it yeah for the podcast. And i'm like it. no but i want to talk about this with you right now yeah and it, it it changes the dynamic of the friendship a little bit but it's not massively changed so it's not i think you'll find bad. that happens loads you know me and dylan like radio show more than anything else we'll like we'll like, be having a laugh when we get to work planning the show and he'll go don't tell me the rest of that don't please don't do that because he wants when i tell him on air he wants to laugh genuinely so you kind of yeah. find yourself sort of storing up those bits of human interaction that you can then monetize. Don't you go in, don't laugh yeah. at that. We'll get that on tape and then we'll do yeah. well out of that. And it totally changes the, like, the dynamic of yeah. how you communicate with people, doesn't it? Yeah, that's defo Dan. Dan does that to me all the time. So. It's full like friendship edging. It's like, I want <laughs> to have this friendship with you, but let's hold off and we'll wait. <laughs> We're recording on Tuesday. Tell me then. And then it's Store like, it boom. Off story load is is let out and everyone's happy and laughing <laughs> indeed so great let me ask you something so the entire the entire podcast not the radio what was the idea behind this and what keeps it motivated through everything we've been through in the last year uh, me and dylan just wanted to do a podcast because they do a radio show and a podcast you can say so much more can't you mm-hmm. and then um remember when black lives matter kicked off proper last year Yes. We had so much to say about it that we felt that we just couldn't really say on the radio show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I won't go into why or how, but stuff like that comes with its limitations when you're in that sort of environment. Mm -hmm. So we decided we just wanted to say a load of it on this podcast. So we we were in this room in front of that TV there. We just popped a little desk, two mics, and then we just recorded a podcast. And we were only recording like a a pilot and we just to see how it sounded and we we videoed it as well and then we watched it back and he went let's put this online and i was like okay let's do that and then that became like of, out of all the episodes we did the roughest one around the edges just us with something to say became the one that's the best really you find that though with your first podcast don't you it tends to be the one that really smashes it and it's the one that you like you feel that you're least confident about the content on it's so odd um yeah. 
so in terms of just keeping it motoring it like over, we, me and him obviously work together all the time, and we'll have two. We're constantly like you two will be constantly on WhatsApp chatting to each other, and he'll go, "This is funny," and I'll be like, "Yeah," and then we'll decide whether it belongs on the initial split was does this belong on the radio or not the radio? No, we can't use the. I won't go into why, but we can't call it not the radio anymore. So we're gonna have to rebrand the podcast altogether. But the idea was, is it radio or not the radio? And all the stuff that's more naughty, um, mm. that has, and often stuff that's got a bit of a, a social point to it, or just me yeah. fuming about something. Usually, I was really fuming about BLM, about loads of, I felt like, unfairness has just gotten out of hand. So I find myself sort of baiting people on the opposite side, and I was enjoying myself because when we put then clips on TikTok people were really like really getting taken in by it do you know what i mean yeah. and some people really dislike me i got called homophobic quite a lot which i thought was i was surprised to be called and i had to really sort of look at how i communicate off the back of that as well it was an eye opener yeah. so then you know when you do something like that and you're getting feedback from tiktok and it's good and there was a bit of a gay audience came in as well which i didn't necessarily anticipate i thought we'd just say whatever we we wanted you find that it just sort of feeds back into the podcast and you've got stuff to say don't you yeah yeah you know what i mean once you start going and um, but we are going to change the we are going to rebrand that's that's inbound because i feel like now we've worked together for like a year doing this we know a bit more about what will do well for us mm-hmm. um and what we want to get from it so i would say in the next two months expect to see a brand new a rebranded podcast if you get yeah. me, I was going to say brand new. You want it to be the same podcast rebranded, so all the stuff that you like will stay, and it'll just be a bit more refined and a bit more punchy now that we can put a year's worth of learning to to work. In, you know in I mean? reality, you're really saying you're being sponsored by that loop company you're on about in one of the episodes, huh? Is this? Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Therefore, I had a feeling here why I reached by out. Spunk. And, spunk. That was yeah, the- I had a feeling this is the case here. <laughs> I was like, the second he said rebranding, I was like, somebody has reached out and said, we're going to sponsor you. So you're going to be like the Spunk, the spunk Masters of the, the, of spunk the pool. Spunk podcast, don't mention <laughs> Don't. don't. You, you better bring that because someone will take it. Someone I, will take that and run with it. Wasn't that Dylan in one episode when I was showing him like, I can't, I just, we're just Googling stuff and I was showing him different stuff. Look at that lube. And he went, let's have a look. Oh, Spunk. Good name. And I was like, I just love the idea of him just going, spunk, good now. Like one of the driving things behind that we, we didn't expect on the podcast, one of the driving things that's given us loads of content and loads of opportunities just to have a laugh was I'm gay and Dylan straight. We're two very different types of people. We're from the same area. Our family backgrounds are really similar. Uh, I lived all around the country and he's 10 years younger than me. But essentially... He's a straight lad from Bootle who's a Liverpool fan, who's very funny, who's a YouTuber and all that. And I'm very gay. And you put them two things together and it turns out that we get on really well. But there's already yeah. a podcast out there about a gay guy and a straight guy. So we didn't really want to go down. Yeah, but we don't so. talk about that because, you know. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. Just to um, let everyone know that there is, unfortunately, a podcast called The Spunk Podcast. No. Oh. They haven't posted an episode in three years, so that might be um, up for grabs. There's also an epi- uh, a podcast called What the Spunk. Is there? <laughs> what happens in that? <laughs> I don't know what happens in What the Spunk, but there's oh, also Come Town, Funky Spunk, and then Premium Come Town. <laughs> what the Premium Come Town? Stop this. Clearly, they heard <laughs> Come Town and were like, "We're we're gonna go one better." <laughs> 
says Boo yeah. in Pantow. Like do you know what? Do you know what? There's one. There is a podcast about solely about fisting, and I was like, how does that work? And this person that does it, I looked, <laughs> seen it the other week, and this guy that does it gets really into it. And he just goes around interviewing porn stars that just solely do fisting. I created this podcast off the back of it, and I was like, that is the podcast. <laughs> I literally didn't see coming. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there is an audience out there for everything. So <laughs> I am not shocked. Like, if I'm sure, it, I'm sure there must be a podcast out there that people that like like smell smelling the smelling the scent of a fanny or something. It must be the, the, the right. I'm gonna have a look and see. <laughs> the <it's>. fanny sniffer. <laughs> No. <laughs> what a great name imagine that. that's such a clickbaity name as well fanny sniffer i love that <laughs> it works so i am um, so i know for a fact you're very much like always on the front line when it comes to sharing stuff about black life matter and trans life and all stuff like that what is your take recently on um abolishing the monarchy because i know that's something that you guys spoke about and i, I know you're oh, you've been like a freedom i wouldn't say a freedom fighter but you've always been someone who i always see sharing stuff that matters to you where does that where does that energy stem from because a lot of people don't have that a lot of people don't have don't say that with their chest as much so for me i want to know where that stems from like what 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 fuels that fire for you to be on the front lines being so vocal about stuff like that Okay, when it comes to BLM, um, my other half's black, so most of my family are black and mixed race on that side. So I felt um, it wasn't just that I felt like it was the right thing to do. Also, same with Dylan. Um, Dylan's girlfriend's mixed race, so we both felt that we had something to say that wasn't being said, maybe from our perspective. And um, certainly from my perspective, like Steve, my other half, is like heads up the DNI initiative across the, the company he works for. So I was hearing a lot of stuff at home with his family, um, uh, run like a race relations charity and stuff so i was i was already hearing that sort of stuff in terms of like the social justice stuff i don't see why anyone wouldn't you know because i'm in a position like i'm not i'm not a famous person or anything but i've got a radio show and a lot of people that are doing that would share like taylor swift's new album i'm like good i'm interested but also what about the other things that make us human that aren't fucking the latest album from so and so or what the latest thing is that they want to push out like, tv programs and stuff like that that has its place but i think so does all this other stuff as well plus like um you probably think like quite political you know people have always like said long why don't you get quite political about stuff don't you like i started a politics degree before i started in radio like i was, I was yeah. doing a politics degree so i was always quite interested anyway in the, the journalism side of stuff and then i used to like work making documentaries and stuff a few years ago like short form stuff so i don't know it's just like it just seems like the right thing to do What's the point in having a, a show if you're not gonna, or a, a platform if you're not gonna at least try and work in some stuff that's of some use to people socially? You know, I think you should. So that's where that comes from. And you also asked about the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just think, I just think, what is the point? Like, yeah. Uh, and whenever you say that, I mean, let's ask someone genuinely nowadays, let's ask like a millennial or a Gen Z, like, monarchy, they'll be like, What's the point? What, yeah. what kings and queens? They're one of the only countries in the world that has it set up like that. It's it's a setup that's steeped in classism, racism, and we know that now. Um, yeah. For definite, that's being confirmed. Tick. Yeah. Again for twenty twenty one. It just seems completely antiquated. I don't see the point, and and I don't mm. dislike the queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she seems like an all right person. Although, like, I love to tell people that she she managed to have a, a she she has the right to look at legislation before it's. Um, 
ends up on the statute books if it affects us and money making activities and i'm like that doesn't sound fair to me it sounds like bullshit to me and then people's main argument tends to be um, oh what about the tourism i'm like well fucking france doesn't have a monarchy and it's the most visited country in the world Buckingham palace doesn't belong to her it belongs to all of us it's a national monument so the monarchy i just think when she this poor girl goes <laughs> which let's be honest <laughs> well i think he's going to go first isn't he but, yeah um, he will he's already he will. gone you can't tell <laughs> yeah. that isn't a live person <laughs> I don't know. I think I definitely think he's dead, and that's just like someone paying FX makeup every morning. No, like no, that is just brain in a jar, isn't it? Yeah, they pull <laughs> it. They pumped it full of sawdust. I'm like, get him out, because I, maybe there's some sort of international treaty that blows up if he dies, or something we don't know about. But the man is not alive. When he dies, right? You know, he's on the list of. Um... There's like a, a list of I've got a thing I might have to carry it in my bag for like a, in case so like, remember the all well, the news was mad for the last year so if there was a major news event you'd have to jump on I'd have to go into work so I had this thing in my folder which said these are the people that they die we have to go into Obit and play classical music for a day on the radio and one of them is the Duke of Edinburgh and I was like you imagine telling like a 19 year old girl from Heighton that we're not playing pop music today because the Duke of Edinburgh's died <laughs> they just laugh at you it's just ridiculous. <laughs> And also, just if anyone was wondering, Fanny Sniffer as a name for a podcast is available. Oh, good. What about .co.uk? We need to get on that as well. Yeah. I don't know how that's related related to the Prince of Edinburgh, Duke of Edinburgh, whatever (laughs) his name is. But it is available and there for the taking. Right. So my last question to you is, um, going forward with your, with, you know, your podcast and stuff, what is, what is your end game? Like, what would you like, what would you like people when listening to your podcast to take away from that going forward? Right. few things. I want them to think it's funny. So to have enjoyed it, like for the experience of listening to it being funny and go, oh, that was a laugh. But in order to make things funny, you have to be serious sometimes or you're just being a tit, aren't you? You know, so yeah. I'd like them to take away there's something that was funny and they dealt with some serious subject matter and we blended the two together and then we got something out of it. Also that um, all my generalised progressive opinions, I want them to agree with all of them. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I just want people to have learned something and also to learn as well. Um, which is something I didn't really see coming that like a uh, 37, I'm 37, 37 year old gay man and a 25 year old straight guy can be good friends and it's not weird. Right. Yeah. And also the content can be interesting and relevant and not entirely focused around something that was made in London as well. And they're mm-hmm. really important things to me um, for people to take from that podcast, that and millions of people to listen to it. And then it's a chart on, Spotify and all them things that we really want. But in reality, I'd be happy with just a, a, you know, a continuous regular audience of people that thinks like us. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because we don't do it for money because we're not being paid to do it. So no. we do it because we like it. No. If he was being paid, I'm pretty sure we'd be sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> I'd, be on, I'd be on a fucking yacht. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm bringing you from Dubai or some, some yeah. foreign country that's warm. All you need is a mic. <laughs> or need some, well, no, we oh, we tried do, we tried doing that and it didn't work. So let's let's let's. Awesome. Uh, so Graham, before we go, you're gonna have to let every one of the listeners know where they can find you, where they can follow you to stay up to date oh, okay. with all of the uh, what do they call them? The things that you do on social media. Tweet things. 
There Tweets and things. <laughs> <laughs> I am everywhere. If you want to find me, I'm Mr. Graham Smith, and I've got a really weird spelling of my name, G-R-A-E-M-E, named after a Scottish footballer. G-R-A-E-M-E Smith. Mr. Graham Smith on everything. Instagram's the main one. Um, Twitter, I've just done something mad. I've just deleted all my Twitter since 2008. So if you go to my Twitter now, it's blank, just as my name. Someone's oh, wow. scared of getting cancelled. What did you say? Uh, yes, past? a little tiny bit. I just thought, yes, we'll just expunge all of that. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, the NTR podcast is on everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, the work. Just search for the NTR podcast. Awesome. What's the most common mispronunciation of your name? Graimi, Green, Graham. I fucking hate that one. Graham. Um <laughs> Grimy, grimy, <laughs> just think, loads, loads, loads. Just oh, think, like I was named after. Have you ever heard of the Scottish, the Liverpool player Graham Souness? This is so chavvy on my family's part. My mum named me after the Liverpool, a big Liverpool player at the time. And like, do you I'm like football? Call him that? No, no, I'm not asked. <laughs> but I do support Liverpool because I have to. So, yeah, there we yeah, go. It's kind of in your blood. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, last question before we have to let you go. How do you feel about RuPaul's pronunciation of Graham Norton's name? Because she says Graham, and that stresses Oh, Americans me. always yeah. do that, Graham. <laughs> Americans always do that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's it's, it's Graham, isn't it? Graham, G-R-A-M-A, Graham. That's it. I just have to look at my own name spell it to go through it. <laughs> it's Graham. <laughs> it's like G G for golf. R for Romeo. <laughs> yes. A E M E. There we go. Got it. <laughs> oh, Graham. Well, thank you so much for being on the A2 podcast. We uh we look forward to being on your podcast when you have changed the name and you're sponsored by KY Jelly or one of that. So great. <laughs> Completely unsubtle. Well. Once again, thanks for coming there. on. Completely unsubtle. <laughs> you will have us on. <laughs> yes. Hopefully indeed, soon, indeed. as soon as you come back. Yeah. Yeah, defo, defo. What happened, Dad? What's wrong now? No, I just loved how bold that was. Just... <laughs> it had not been prearranged. Hey, hey. We hadn't spoken about it. No, it's just it straight up, we're coming on. <laughs> yeah, end of. We're coming on that spunky podcast. <laughs> the, the spunky cast. The smelly... I've actually got one called the smelly fanny cast that's coming out soon anyway you'll see oh, I love that. <laughs> oh graham well it was lovely to speak to you and i'm sure we will um see more of you and people know what to find us so we will see you soon take care yourself buddy see you soon bye listen here you wee gays you you twinkle toed bastards this is the neo too <laughs> daniel you can find me at dan james ldn on instagram dan james ldn on twitter you can find Nick at I am Nick Charles. No, 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 bitch. You better, you better, you better realize what's going on. If you and my best friend, you realize what's going on. I know you see. changed your Instagram name, but did my you change your Twitter name change, as well? honey. All my handles have changed. She is now, it's Nick Charles on everything. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Big change, let's, bitch. Let's have a look. Yes, ma'am. Let's have a look. She is, it's Nick Charles. It's Nick Charles everywhere, honey. Everywhere has changed. Because you said to me, sync up the goddamn names. I was like, fine, I'll change it. And here we are. You see, I listen to when the woman of the Clapham speaks. And here I am. No, it's, it's Nick Charles on everything. Even TikTok. <laughs> Cute. So if you want to follow Nick on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, it's, it's Nick Charles. Um, guys. Guys. 
guys, girlies. Yes, ma'am. You know our request. We ask each time. Yes. You and know I'm what gonna you need to do. Once more. And then I'm going to go have a little lie down. Oh, go on. Go on. Go have a seat. You just got to share that podcast with a friend, with a, a relative, with a hookup. Um, and now that you have, now that, now that group, groups of six are allowed, share it with your group of six. I don't want to hear no, oh, I, I don't have, I haven't seen anybody. It, the rule, the group has changed. There's no group of six in the garden. Share it with your group of six. And if you Mama. don't have a garden, go into someone else's garden. Find yeah. a garden. Yeah. We're not asking for a lot from you people. Yeah. We're going to start printing out like um, print, printing out like cards and sending it to your houses and you have to walk in them everywhere. Like vaccination <laughs> cards. Have you listened to the AO2? Yes. Then you can come into this club. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I am actually going to go have a lie down. This has been lovely, guys. Thank you for yeah, coming on the ride with us. Thanks you, Graham, for coming on the 802 as well. We'd love to have you, Graham. We will see you soon on Friday for the back of the bus when hopefully Dan will be a little more well-rested and um, doing well. Until then, this has been the 802 Podcast. We will see you soon. Bye for now. Bye!